How is your prayer life? If you are like most of us, it has seasons and sometimes lacks consistency. Prayer, faith and holiness are key to reaching your destiny. Join Prophet Nanaseo Pukusakode as he encourages the body of Christ to get closer to God in prayer. 2017, something will visit your house. Supernatural supply. It is not coming by hard working. It is not coming by academic work. It is not coming by position. You will conceive that child by the supernatural. You will get that job by the supernatural. You will start that business by the supernatural. Prophet Nanase Pukusakode is an end-time season firebrand prophet and an evangelist with a unique preaching ministry, anchored on prayer. He teaches and prophesies the word of God with signs and wonders. Today, may you hold up your gun as a soldier of God. And may you stop that weeping. May you stop that crying. And take responsibility. No soldier cries on the battlefield. And it shall come to pass. Whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord. Call unto me and I will answer you. I will show you great and mighty things. And now, Prophet Nanase Opokusakodie. The just shall live by faith. Hebrews 10, 38. The just shall live by faith. by faith. But if any man shall live in by faith and draws back, the just, another word is the righteous. Once you cross over from darkness to light, the day you become born again, faith must not be an event, it must be a culture. The just now, the just shall live by faith. But, if any man draw back from living by faith, God said, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. Give me the NIV version, if you don't mind. A requirement for everybody here that call yourself a child of God. When you go to heaven, there are two common things I told you. The character in heaven is love, but the language is faith. If you mix these two things, it becomes a little bit difficult. What on earth? No generation need faith than this generation. I was surprised to see recently in America that the dead killers of people are wrong prescription. They say that the first thing that kills people in America is a lot of stress and heart problems, heart attacks and whatever. The second one is high blood pressure that leads to all kinds of things like uh, stroke and diabetes and whatever. They are all demonic. I don't need your theological beliefs and convictions. As far as I'm concerned, every sickness, there is a demon behind it. Ah. Yesterday, I finished all night. I went to sleep for one hour, 30 minutes. And they were lifting the roughness on the building. And the Lord told me to come and sit there for spiritual oversight. So I left the room. I was sitting there for hours. And suddenly I saw a car drove into this place. And they carried, I didn't see how it happened, but some three women rushed into me in auditorium and said, Daddy, our sister is dying. I said, what is it? They said, we have laid her on the altar. In this place of jeans and lacrosse, to go and deal with a dying person, I said, what happened? He said, he was in the hospital. The doctor said they can do nothing about it. So they carry her to the altar. I walk to the place and I say, Lord, what do I do? He said, command the spirit. Pastor Martin was here. 
Now, the girl couldn't walk. The girl was just standing there. I don't even know whether he should return. I think he's coming to the program. And he couldn't. They say he can't eat. He can't eat. The Lord said, command the spirit. He was lying at the altar. I was there alone. I said, call whoever is there, Pastor Martin, for me. Before Martin came in, the manifestation was so strong that even Martin, with all his height, was struggling to keep the girl. I commanded the spirit. And I saw spirit start leaving her. The spirit started. The girl jumped up. Started moving around. Started walking around. He said, I want to eat something. And he has not eaten for some time. Yes, sir. They went to the supermarket and buy her food. God said, command the spirit. The whole family came back again, came to thank me. Fears in their eyes. Command the spirit. The person who couldn't walk, he couldn't even talk very well. She couldn't. He started manifesting, put his hand on the ground, lift up his leg. I commanded all the spirit to live there. And in the name of Jesus, they obey. They don't have the choice. Because at the mention of the name Jesus, every knee shall pass. Every tongue shall confess. He has given you a name that is above every other name. If what you are going through has a name, this morning it must bow at the name of Jesus. But thank God for the deliverance. But the sisters has enough faith yes, to say, if doctors say their knowledge has ended, then it is not over. It is not over. It is not over. And they brought her. They lay her at the altar, and they were looking for me. When they tell you what you don't want to hear. Who do you seek for? The just shall live by faith. Give me the scripture. But my righteous one will live by faith. And if she shrinks back, I will not be pleased with him. And if God is not pleased with you, where are you going? Give me the, give me the amplified version. After that, I want to read the message Bible. The righteous one. So another word for just has told you is the righteous. Living by faith. A lot of you go to us with doctor tell you one thing. You will be depressed, oppressed, compressed, downpressed, superpressed, upperpressed. Because you don't understand the faith message. I said something in the all night. That thank God. Anytime God sees an alternative, you will back off. One of the reasons your faith is not working is that you always have an alternative window of escape in case, in case. When I started preaching, I said, I cannot. I got intoxicated by the word of faith. When faith entered me many years ago, and when I started preaching, I cannot be sick. I cannot be poor. I cannot have accident. People were saying, this guy. One of the pastors came to me first and said, Nana, this thing will be said, be careful. Say small, 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 in case, in case. <laughs> and I told her, I said, the louder you say it, the faster it produces. The louder you say it, open your mouth wide and I will feel. The louder you say it, the faster it produces. And I submit to you that everything I've been saying 17 years ago, I'm in the center of it. I cannot be poor. Poverty left me. I cannot be sick. There is no sickness that the enemy has not shot at me. I shake it off like a dog shaking water off. No doctor would tell me anything for me to be afraid. Never. Never. When to hospital, my wife, they say your blood is something, something. He never think about it. Never. 
Even my blood group, I know that it has changed. Yeah. Huh? One day, one of my cousins was sick. Eh? Before, 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 they say my blood group or something. I don't even need to know because that blood group is not in the Bible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> one of my cousins was doing a surgery and they said we go and donate blood. Eh? When I went there, they checked me. They said, the man told me, I don't know which blood group is out of. I said, you can donate blood to everybody. Huh? Now, this God is my tenor, which I was in Kualibu. When they were pulling my blood, I saw other people's blood were black. That's why I saw black, black. The woman looked at me and said, your blood is very beautiful. I said, you do know the amount of oil in this blood? <laughs> That's not possible. No, 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 no. No. <laughs> I told somebody, I said, no, no, Paul, listen. If you go to hospital and doctor put you something, check you and say, Paul, you are pregnant. And you go home and you are worried. You have lost your mind. Yes. So, you see, I didn't say, he said, listen, 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 listen. He said, you have this sickness. I said, I didn't say, I don't have it. I cannot have it. There are two difference. It's not possible. No. The scriptures to forbid it already in my heart. He said, check the report. I said, we, we, are, not, we are not dealing with the report. We are not dealing with that computer. A demon can jump on it. No, no, no. Stop clapping. Having to see people go to do a test here. It comes to another resort. They go to another place. It comes to another resort. Demons are on it. They just shall live by faith. They, they, now, listen. Their principle is very strong. If God can do it, let no man try. If God can do it, what are you going to do about it? You are not looking for it. They were already in your heart. You are not looking for it. Now, he was wounded from my transgression. I sleep with it. He himself took my infirmities. He said, surely, he, he, he bear my sickness. So two people cannot bear it at the same time. It's against the natural law. He himself bear my infirmities and bore my sickness. If Jesus pay for it, I cannot have it. No item can be prayed twice. I say you cannot pray. Oh, you are not listening to what I'm preaching no item can be prayed twice. The just shall live by faith. Faith is not a philosophy. It's not an ideology. You don't need to be a university graduate to have it. You, 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 no, 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 no. It's not a philosophy. It's a living force. Faith is a force. Faith is a force. It is drawn from a living word to produce living proofs. <laughs> Folks, can I tell you something? Everything we see in Porter City is an adventure of faith. Yeah. I'm not looking for it. It's a substance of things hoped for. It is the evidence of things you don't see, but you believe you can't mix it. You are not compromising it. It is the evidence of things you don't see. No money in the coffers. We are building a city, and the city is still being built. faith enters your heart, your language will change. Do you know why you talk the way you talk? You are not intoxicated with faith. No drunkard is shy of his mother in law I used to have an uncle. Anytime you want to deal with people, you go to drink some more. It's a kind of lawyer you don't pay any legal fees. So when you get intoxicated by the word of God, no 
devil can confuse you. I cannot have accident. No, if I am driving on the way, every demon, blood tested demon must clear. You, you, listen, if you hear me travel, say, I go forth now covered by the blood. Every obstacle in my way is cursed. Every opposition is cursed by the blood. I am dangerous on the highway. If you are a witch, come and stand there. That word is a venom. And it's reacting on fundamental scriptures. Because a thousand shall fall by my side. Ten thousand at my right hand. They will not come near my dwelling. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. He will give his angels charge over me. They will bear me up in their hands. I will not dash my foot against a stone. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the most high. They shall abide under the shadow of the almighty. So you are not looking for it. They were already in your heart. So don't just go around to say you cannot be sick. You must have something you are standing on. If a blind man says you throw stone at you, you are standing on the stone. Because you cannot go and look for it. Do you know why when you take your Bible, you are sleeping? Satan knows you can encounter light. Most of the way you find it difficult to read your Bible, it's an attack. The way you can read showbiz from chi to chi, and you don't want to read one scripture. The Bible is the believer's manual for living. We are not talking about going to the internet and download somebody's message and preach it. You can preach it, but you carry no authority. No, no authority. But the just shall live by faith. My righteous servant shall live by his, 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 his conviction, respecting man's relationship of God and divine things. And holy favor, born of faith and conjoined with it. And if he draws back and shrinks in fear, my soul has no delight or pleasure in him. That is amplified. He has opened the volume. To be faithless is to be lifeless. Mm. Mm. The way oxygen is to the natural body for survival, faith is to the spirit man. The greater faith you have, the greater the exploit you make. And you can be a bishop or a pastor and not have faith. The first person that showed us in the Bible that anointing can leave a man and enter another person is not a bishop. It was a woman who was bleeding for 12 years. She said in her heart, if I can touch the hem of his garment, this man cannot lay hands on me. The crowd is too much. I cannot penetrate. My condition cannot even let me go and touch him. If I touch him, they will say I'm unclean. I will touch what is touching him. And if what I'm hearing is true, because faith comes by hearing. Now watch this. So if you don't have faith, you cannot blame anybody. Because God has shown you the method to get faith. It comes by hearing. It comes by hearing. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So if you don't have faith, check what you are hearing. You cannot watch Indians who are speaking tree and develop faith. In, one day I was watching it and I said, Indians don't speak tree. Kukumbaja or something, something. Now watch this. Can you, have you seen Indian man speaking tree before? You don't have one tape. Let me tell you this. 
Don't wait for crisis come before you go and develop your faith. Don't wait until the devil knock at your door before you go and look for faith. Let Satan come and meet you with a greater faith. Amen. Ephesians chapter 6 verse 16. Above all, taking the shield of faith is a weapon that silences the enemy. It is a weapon that you cannot stand. Above all, above all, taking the shield of faith wherewith you shall be able to quench I like the new international version. I think he used the word uh, extinguish. All the fiery dart of the wicked. In addition to all this, in addition to your dancing, in addition to your azonto, in addition to the way you are breaking, you must have faith. Can I tell you how important it is? Faith can work without prayer. But prayer can never work without faith. That's how important it is. Because what is whatever you desire, when you pray, so, the problem is not that you are not praying, but you are not believing. Recently, when I was praying for people who have been sowing seed in the church, and I was telling God that why has this person sowed seed? They have not given the harvest. I said, this person has been giving seed in my life. This person has been sowing in the church. I've been acknowledging it. Why is it that they are where they are? The Lord told me something that shocked me, and I saw myself in the center of it. said that they have faith for giving, but they don't have faith for receiving. So, you can pay your tithe and still not get nothing. Because you don't have a receiving faith. Have you noticed that even though you are a giver, but little problem, you are going to borrow money. Because you don't believe your God can supply. Some of you, all your eyes on is that small salary that you have. You have already programmed. You have become economist by force. You are not trained economists, but you have made yourself one. You have a calculation. I'll give offering two CDs every month, every Sunday. When I calculate that, that is eight CDs for eight weeks. It's down. I'll pay this, I'll pay this. And as long as you are an economist, you cannot live by faith becoming an economist. Because they receive as cartridges. In a time of famine, when there was no food and people were killing their children and eating them, there was a widow who was the last meal to eat and die. When the prophet came, he said, go and do for me first. So God doesn't mind to take what you have last so that he can give you what you don't have for the rest of your life. That is the key. That is the key. Boy, when people carry their children to come and dedicate them on the altar, do they believe what they are doing? Do they believe it? Or is it because it's a religious ceremony? Some of you come to dedicate the children because uh, uh, it's a ceremony. But if you understand the means of it, because some of you, that were not had the opportunity to dedicate to the altar, you were dedicated to something. Some people, they bury their, uh, their liver into something and they have a, a meaning for something while they bury their liver there. There are things they do to invoke demonic powers. Jesus Christ was dedicated to the altar. The altar he dedicated to himself, the altar. Samuel was taken to the temple to be dedicated. He later became a mighty prophet. So when you bring your children here, do you know what you are doing? Do you have faith that this guy should be an instrument in the house of God? Or it's just a religious exercise? The most dangerous thing the enemy has affected the church with is religion. Religious people can be very mean. 
If you see people in the church who walk as if they are Christian and they pray as if they are Christian, but when demonstrate a character, you are shocked. That is a demonstration of religion. Because when you are religious and you are not spiritual, you are dangerous. It takes spirituality for somebody to step on your toes and you don't get angry. It takes spirituality for your husband to do something against you and you don't keep it in your heart. But if you are religious, you will reiterate. All the unforgiveness, all the resentment, all the bitterness. Thank you, madam. Bitterness. All of them is a sign of religion. Religious people can be very sanctimonious. They walk in church. When I used to be in the religious, I said, that's what was happening. We go, we were choristers. We were wearing the black. We go sanctimonious. But sometimes when we are going, the guy here is my girlfriend. We walk very sanctimonious. Huh? We are following the pastor. We are all walking. We look very holy. We are reading our tea. Huh? Huh? And then we are walking. But all of them are full of fornication and adultery. And they are walking very sanctimonious. Are you getting what I'm talking about? Religious people have a form of godliness, but they've denied the power. Oh, can I tell you that? No, all the adulteries in the church is religion. The guy comes to church, all right. He looks very spiritual. He won't step on an ant. When he sees you killing a lizard, you'll be angry and say you don't have compassion, but you'll be sleeping with another woman outside his wife. Check the attitude of religious people. When their donkey falls in a the pit, they want to go and rescue the donkey. But if Jesus heals, they are angry. And Jesus asks them, if your donkey falls in a pit, won't you go and let's rescue him? And if I heal somebody on the Sabbath day, am I not, what, what's wrong? He said, was the Sabbath made for man or man for the Sabbath? So God can give us laws and we'll add our own to it. That is why when people come to the altar, it's not even a guarantee that they are safe. No? No? You can regret and you are not born again. No? Some people, they respond to the altar call because of the pressures they are going through. They just want a temporal relief. But they are going back. God knows your heart. Because if any man is in Christ, he's a new creature. Let me tell you something. Salvation is so powerful, it will affect your taste. If, I, if you are a chain smoker, you become born again. You don't want to hear the scent of cigarette. The day I became born again, the girl I was chasing to church and my other girlfriends, I didn't want to see them again. Something happened to my heart. The way you are born again, you are still firing. Something is seriously wrong. The way you are sitting in a Pentecostal, tongue talking. Prayerful and fasting church and living immoral life. It's a religious thing. You are not. Check your salvation very well. Judgment will start in the house of God. That is why we declare fasting for you regular so that the chains will be loose. Because some of you are carrying, listen, some of you are carrying hangovers. What is a hangover? When you used to be boozmen and drunkards, you used to drink and the next day when you wake up, you are blowing fuse. It's called hangover. Now, some of you are carrying hangovers of your characters in the world. Let me tell you guys, the most difficult thing pastors are facing now is pastoring hypocrites. And so, what is the solution? I'll give it to you in a second. I'll get out of your way. 
What is the solution? I'm going to give you in a second. That is why we have a lot of people in the church who don't have character. People steal in the church. People gossip in the church. People are not living by the fruit of the spirit. The thing called love, peace, joy, gentleness, self-control. You have every right to sleep with the sister, but the spirit of self-control will not permit you. Oh, me. I'm preaching. No, no, no. It took me 20 something years for God to tell me, I didn't call you to be powerful. And I didn't call you to have fame. I call you to be faithful. return from one of the fasting I've tried to challenge him I've gone to fast and come can you can you increase my anointing by 10 times okay. and the Lord said are you the one who determines it what do you want anointing to increase 10 times for so that you go and do it for people to know you have arrived he said I didn't call you to be extraordinary I call you to be faithful and I call you to be loyal listen you don't have to strive to be different just be right When I was in the Presbyterian church, that was one of my favorite songs. Asembi, alamekaino, adibi arameye, ankae sesemi bisa sebe ye yesufe. A Jamaya me boy. I was semi busa se. And Troy, I mean, Chaffa sister, you win. I will cry, you win. I will send me Busa say, Yes, the anointing is there. Can I tell you this? People hate people in the church, not because they have done anything to do, because somebody says something. Somebody may not like you because somebody says something. Have you seen that girl going there? That is the Vicky. This is the one. It's Prophet Anessa P. Last time we a prophet. And he has never spoken to Vicky in his life. He has damaged her before another person. It happened to me. A pastor friend told me, he said, Prophet, if you are going through this earlier to preach, you remember that shell, uh, shell, shell shop there, the shell filling station, the supermarket there. The girls, they are very, they are very stubborn, very rude. I see a trillion myself. One day I want to preach and I was coming, it was late and I wanted to get there and buy something. I went there with a the mindset. Because when people pollute your mind, you don't receive love. When I got there, the first guy that picked a basket, hello, please, you are welcome. Please, excuse me, excuse me. And then, um, hello, sir. Please, is there anything you are looking for? The guy is trying her best. But somebody has polluted my mind. Thank God for the Holy Ghost. The Lord quoted the word. He said, The servant of God must be gentle. You are just coming from preaching with utter call. Came down. And she called my basket and everything I'll pick. 
I say, I'm looking for something. They say, it's finished. He said, oh, sir, we don't do this, but let me go and talk to my manager. Sometimes uh, the things we have loaded here, that is what we said, but let me go to the back door and see if he can give me one to bring it to you. He ran and came back and gave it to me. Most of the people you are walking around, people are sitting in the church. That is why gossip is one of the venom the enemy is using. Religious gossip. We talk about one another. We destroy one another. Jesus prayed for the church once. Once in the book of John. He said, Father, let them be one. Even as we are one, but we are divided. We can't do business together. While the world is coming together, Hyundai and Kia match. When I went to America, General Motors met. MTN, this one met. Church divided. You have a company, you employ church people, you will be shocked about their character. You must seek the face of God with fasting and prayer because I'm going to give you the solution. Sometimes the solution can only come through fasting and prayer because, because all the three enemies we are fighting the devil, the world, and the flesh. These are the three major enemies. Everybody say the devil. The devil. There is an antidote for the devil. When Jesus Christ was ascending to heaven on that promised day, when they was with the disciples, according to us of the apostle, they saw a wind carried him, and he lost out of their sight. And an angel came and said, that, "Men of Galilee, why are you standing here gazing into the well? This same Jesus you see him go, you see him come in the same manner. So Jesus will come again. Think about that. Food for thought. Let me continue. Now, when Jesus was ascending to heaven, he left us a permanent defeated devil. So." When Jesus Christ said on the cross of Calvary, it is finished, he finished everything with the devil. The devil has left with one solid power. It is called deception. And the second solid power is called fear. If he can fire deception and fear into your territory, he can have access. But, as for power, Jesus yanked him of all the power. He said, all authority has been given to me. And because I don't need it in heaven, I give it unto you. So when Jesus was going to heaven, he handed over the authority into the church. I give you authority that you will tread upon serpent and scorpion and over all the powers of the enemy and nothing shall by enemies hurt you. I just quoted Luke chapter 10 from verse number 17 all the way to 19. I watch this. Now, now, so he took care of the devil. When he came to the world, he said in the world you will have tribulation but I have overcome the world. So the day we become born again, you automatically rise above the challenges of the world. You overcome the world. But when it came to the last enemy called flesh, there was no antidote. Can I tell you this? It is difficult to deal with the devil than to deal with the flesh. Most of the things we are dealing in the church, it's not the devil, it's the flesh. Ayaka is the flesh. Breaking, fasting premature is the flesh. Fornication is the flesh. Now, so if you are laughing, what else? If you are, you are supposed to fast six to six, about 12, mm, crew. Mm, crew, crew. Somebody told me something that, I, he said, I was fasting, the, the time was slow. I broke the grass in my, in my, in my watch and I wanted it to six o'clock and I went to eat. 
Think about it. When it was 12, he himself put the, thing, the, the long one on six and the, the tall one two on 12 straight. And he said, Says Abo. Created his own time to break a fast. Everybody say the flesh. It is the flesh that makes us gossip. It is the flesh that makes us backbite. It is the flesh that puts us into the state of competition. Trying to have what you have not learned or worked for, but you want to have it by force. It is the flesh that don't want us to be satisfied of our needs, but we always go for what we want because God doesn't supply our want. God supplies our need. I know you want that shoe, but you don't need it. Watch this. So the only way to deal with the flesh, according to Paul, is to bring it under subjection. And that is why I'm saying the honor, the law of hardness. The law of hardness is when you are fasting. The fasting goes to 21 days and you are only on water. And you are not eating. And your body is talking. And you are going through all kinds of things. And you refuse to give the body food because you have an appointment with the supernatural. That ability and the willingness to eat, but you decide you are not eating because you are looking for something spiritual, is putting your body under subjection and depends on the length and the impact. It is called the law of hardness on yourself. Those that pass examination, if they are not genius, if I even the word genius, eh, it is just 10% inspiration and 90% perspiration. It means that you must work hard to be. Those who pass examination, sometimes they dip their foot in water and they learn. So the word they call genius, it is not just automatic. Everything in the Bible you know, you must memorize it. Nothing goes into your head because you look at it. It depends on your sensitivity and how fast your IQ is. Some people can read things and it's taken to their mind. But some of us, you have to read it hundred times. And look at the if you saw somebody read it. So the word of God will not automatically enter your head. You must consciously study the word and keep it. Because the reason why you are an architect is that you study about architecture. And the reason why you are a medical doctor is that you are able to prescribe medicine and write paracetamol and write code and write ariari because you have them. Is ariari still around? Vero, you are shaking your head. Do you know what is ariari? You don't know. So why are you shaking your head? Teresa, do you know Ariari? You see, this generation doesn't know anything. How many of you know Ariari? Yes, Doc, in Ariari. You see, all these people we are passing. They, you see, this is the problem. Preaching faith to metropolitan boys and girls. <laughs> we are preaching agricultural principle to metropolitan boys and girls, so it's not working. I went to a place in America and I preached, and when I was raising money, when I called for $1,000, some of them were giving $10,000. And they told me, say, prophet, you preach very powerful. And one of them told me, say, prophet, you don't teach farmers how to sow. And I learned that where I went to preach was a farming community. So when I preach, they naturally, because they understand the principle of sowing and reaping. But you, because you live in Tamatu. <laughs> so I've not seen a cocoa farm. Somebody came to us and said, hey, daddy, thank you very much. If it's not because of you, I've never seen a camel. I said, Krasini. <laughs> And you think he's saying, no, I see a camel. Some, some of you, you know, because you say, ooh, it's here that you came to see double double. Some of you have never seen it. Have you seen a goat before? No. 
It is here that you want to see one. You only see on TV, man. But you have never seen a physical one before. That is the problem. So, prof, my doc, they don't know are we are we. Do you know, do you know Kuni? How do you know that one? The reason why the doctor can write those things is because it is in their mind. The flesh, there is no antidote. The only antidote on the flesh is to bring it under subjection. Fasting is one of the most powerful things God has given to man. Wow! It has spiritual benefit, it has physical benefit. Man shall not live by bread alone. So that when man stops eating by bread, his digestive system go on break. The reason why your organs have problems is that they are overworking. Can I know why you are overworking? You just finish eating breakfast at home. You eat chibom. You eat enkoshayache. Uh, three of them. Plus, uh, what do we call it? Um, tomatoes, onion. Do you remember? Huh? Good. Tomatoes, onion, bread, slash. You are on your way driving to the church and they get break in cut cake. A major egg. And then you bought one. Now, the digestive system has not finished working on the egg and cut cake is coming to top up. You go to the office. Sila has gone to buy a medical crow. He says, hey, so you see, let me tell you something about animals. Do you know why animal has long span that man? Animals live there long. If you have a dog, and the dog supposed to live nine years, they will live the nine full years. Unless something happens. That one of the things in my love of animals is that when they are sick, they don't eat. Because when you are sick and you are eating, you are feeding the sickness. Because it's food that brought the sickness. So you must suspend food. That is why most time when you go to hospital, they cut you off from food and they give you drip. Physical benefit of fasting. When your digestive system, the thing that, because you don't live by what you eat, you live by what has gone through digestive system. If the food you eat it doesn't digest, it will harm your body. So it is when the digestive system separates the good from the bad, the, wet, the bad one becomes excreta, and the other one becomes the blood that you live by. So you live by what has digested, not what you eat. And sometimes, when the food goes to your stomach, your stomach doesn't like it. He rejects it by you vomiting it. And somebody described vomiting as back to sender. The food who gave it to me, receive your food back. So back to sender is in different angles. Am I preaching to somebody here today? That's what it is. So fasting is very crucial. Fasting is very crucial. The first scripture Jesus quoted on earth, the first scripture he quoted Deuteronomy, he said, man shall not live by bread alone. Man shall not live by bread alone. Look at somebody and tell the person, tell somebody man shall not live by bread alone. Tell them, tell them. I said, tell them that man shall not live by bread alone. Tell them. So if you are living by bread alone, your life is in danger. It is dangerous to live by bread alone. Deuteronomy chapter 8 verse 3. Jesus quoted Matthew chapter 4 verse 4 from Deuteronomy chapter 8 and verse number 3. And he humbled them. Anytime God is about to give you a new breakthrough, he prepares you for it. You guys have lived in Egypt for a long time. When you went to Egypt, you have learned so many things. All the thou shall not, they were doing it. Thou shall not steal your neighbor's goods, they were stealing. Thou shall not take your neighbor's wife, they were taking it. So you must give them laws, prepare them. Apostle Paul said, the law is a schoolmaster that led us into grace. The law itself is not possible for anybody to obey it. There is only one Jew that obeyed the law, his name is Jesus Christ. 
Apart from that man, nobody was able to obey the law. The man that brought the law, the law went against him. Moses is the one that took the law. The law went up against Moses. Jesus Christ. One day I was reading the Bible and I saw something. When church people provoke you as a servant of God. And because of your passion for God, seeing them, and you go contrary in anger and do something wrong. I think that the first law that was given, it was written by God's finger. Maybe that could have been easy to obey. The second one, when Moses broke that law, God said, this one, you have to write it yourself. It's another message. It's not for people like you. you, you I see that you are almost getting lost. Jesus, I have many things to tell you, but when you grow, I will tell you. Think about it. But they were just coming out of Egypt. Now you have exited Egypt by a mighty arm stretched hand, and you are on your way to the promised land. Is somebody hearing me here today? But where you are, I have to prepare you to take you. And part of the preparation was fasting. What scripture was that? Give me verse number one. Let's start reading from verse number one, honey, if you don't mind. Let's start reading from all the commandments which I commanded thee this day shall ye observe to do, that ye may live and multiply. So this is a principle of life and multiplication. Obeying the commandment is another word for living by faith. Because the word faith simply means practical expression of confidence in God and his word. Commanded this day observe to do that you may live and multiply and go in and possess the land. What are they supposed to do? They are going to what? Possess the land. Now watch this. The land they were going to possess, it has already belongs to people. That is why we have to walk with God in obedience. You don't have to be worried about who has a house in East Legon, who has a house in Trasaku, who has a house in Regimanuel. Even when God gets ready, because he owns land, he can take that which somebody has and hand it over to you. You are going to possess the land. The land they went to take, it was not like a bare land. There were Amalekites, there were Jebusites, there were Canaanites, there were Ghanaianites. All of them were in the line. Now watch this. And God said that you are going to uh, in and possess the land which the Lord swear unto your fathers. Verse number two, if you don't mind, please. And thou shalt remember all the way which the Lord thy God led thee these 40 years in the wilderness to humble you. Oh, and to prove you or to test you so there cannot be kingdom prosperity without a test. Mm. I'm preaching and I'm teaching at the same time. If God has to bless you, you must be tested for the blessing. You will be tested uh, with the lust of the flesh. You will be tested with the lust of the eyes. You will be tested with the pride of life. Before I make you a prime minister, let me test you with Mrs. Potiphar. If you sleep with her, it means that when you become a prime minister, you will sleep with everybody's wife. All lies are parallel, all truths are parallel. Power corrupt and absolute power corrupt absolutely. So now that you are powerless, if you can sleep with your master's wife, when you become powerful, whose wife can stand? So watch this. Until his word came, the word of the Lord tried him. So most of the girls jumping around you that you take a scholarship is a test. I know you failed last month, but may you pass till Jesus Christ comes. And mostly the ones who does it are the ones who will say amen. So you are going to be tested to prove you and to know what is in your heart. 
So when we are walking, God doesn't know what is in our heart. God is not convinced. God doesn't, he's, he, he's not really convinced about what we will do. That is why he put the tree of good and evil in the garden. I cannot authenticate. Listen, there cannot be authentic obedience without an opportunity for disobedience. So if I only put the tree of life and I don't put the tree of good and evil and give you commandment that don't touch it, how will I know will you obey me? How will I know you are morally strong if I don't bring guests around you and you will not touch them? How will I know you are morally strong when I don't put you in a position you will not steal the money? There are thieves in the church. Some of my daughters say who are not married. The greater deception that will happen to you it will see people praying, humble you, humble you, and you will think they are spiritual. <laughs> Instead of looking for anointing and fire and charismatism, and looking for charisma, look for character. Amen. Even Bible said, beauty is vain. Do you know what the Bible said that? That girl in the choir looked like Suchrema now. She's very beautiful. He's in the flower of her age. And he doesn't mind anybody. Because as for her, she doesn't struggle for people to propose. So prayer for even a husband is not necessary. Because he cannot guarantee that the guys coming are not jacuscus. Because it is not just marrying. It is marrying the right one. Don't marry a man who has money. Marry a man who fear God and have vision. Can I tell you something? When I married my wife, I didn't have money. But I have the fear of God and the visions of God were in my spirit. The reason why the Bible says beauty is vain is that nobody maintains their beauty. Gravity is on you. I took my mother's picture when he was 22 years old. And that lady was a first lady at his time. Beauty contest. You win it without panel. In fact, when the panel meet her, they will say, Mommy, we're winning. Yeah. <laughs> and I saw her at a certain age. So the way you are, you are not going to be like this. If it is the guy's beard that is attracting you, financial hardship can let the beard refuse to grow at a certain point. Tell somebody that is preaching, it's preaching. You must be tested. Because now there are all kinds of superfluity of naughtiness in the church. People are working in the church. And they are not living by the Holy Ghost. Get ready to marry. Some of the girls are looking for a man who has a car. To give them lift. If I cannot tell you something. The generation girls doesn't want to suffer with people. That is why they have confidence to follow people's husbands. Mm. They don't want to suffer. If you see God has blessed me a little bit and you are desiring it, it didn't start this way. No, 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 no. I'm married in a single bedroom divided with curtains. Straight. 
In fact, I submit to you that I marry on the student bed. The up and down, the story building, the one that you cry. I couldn't afford the bed. We didn't have a bed. There was an old student bed that they were using. Somebody gave it to me. That was how we see. It was brown and one of the legs is broken. So we supported it with bricks. My wife is sitting here. Ask her. I was living in Odoko. In, uh, we were a number of pastors in the house. Our bedroom was a kitchen and everything. Because it was a master bedroom. So we divided it and the corner there was where the stove is. That is where we started from. You are the only one that is looking for a regiment one man. It will end you at Bebe, sir. And I have no problem with those living in Bebe, sir. There is, a, there is a place like that. You suffer together. You grow together. You develop together. So you respect one another. I noticed something. Even if you meet a pastor, and the pastor is an already made one. Eh? Let's assume Reverend Ananketia, God has blessed. He has his own companies travel all over the world. For his companies, what I tell me, I'm here, I'm here. And he's not married. And even when you come and marry him, you will still have problems because he's already made. No matter the level of the fear of God, he will still exercise some kind of authority. I have never said once in my life that our house is for me. I don't even think about it. I don't even own it. I have never said once. I have never pointed anything to my house or car and said, this is mine. We have never lived in a place and said, this car is my car, so don't touch it. No. 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 But if a man come, a woman come to your house and you have three cars, no car, but you might say, tell me I can you know, Toyota, and then my car. Oh, 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 chia. Something like that. Some of the men know what I'm talking about. Is somebody hearing what I'm saying? No? Develop and fast. God, God will test you. God will prove you. Hallelujah. Life is in faces. Men are in sizes. Mm? Mm? I'll tell my children, my girls, and my boy, I'll tell them what your father has. You better study and get your own. And I told them, one day, day, you remember they were in the car, and I told them, I said, well, everything I have is the Jesus that I said that gave it to me. If you people step out of that Jesus, you can never get it. Wow. I, I must maintain my relationship with God to keep the things I have. Mm. If I disconnect myself, I say, don't think people love your father. When we see people bow before me, it is because of the oil. If the oil is lifted, Ekia will be the first person to walk out of this place. I told them. If it was the oil is there, people are running. What about when the oil is lifted? Mm -hmm. Am I talking to somebody here today? Mm -hmm. When it comes to your body, it must come under subjection. Fasting is crucial for our time because there are hidden sicknesses. Some of them come through witchcraft. Some of them come through sorcery. You are in the office. They are promoting you. You cannot tell who hates you. Some of you are a threat to other people in the office. Firing arrows, enchantment and divination from different angles. Hallelujah to Jesus. Fasting is crucial. Fasting is the key that silences the voice of the accuser. Prove thee to know what is in thy heart. 
Whether thou wouldest keep his commandment or not. And I love the verse number three. This is the word we did to prove you. And he humbled thee and suffered thee to hunger. So he gave you a fasting. He gave you an opportunity to fast. Suffered thee to hunger and fed thee with manna, which thou knowest not. Neither did thy fathers know that he may make thee know that man that not live by bread alone. One day I was fasting on the 40 day fast and I was struggling. The Lord said, you must let 12 o'clock pass. If you break it anything beyond, before 12, I don't consider it 40 days. And that is why when you are coming to fast with God, you tell God the, long, the length and the, and the duration of the fast before you start. It's not a matter of you starting a brahmijai. No. Because sometimes, eh, even a six to six fast, what you call six to six, the six to six fast, eh, it is what we call almost like a 24-hour fast. That's what it is. It means that you eat after every 24 hours. Every 24 hours, you eat something. It means that when you, you start at 12 midnight, you don't eat uh, until after 6 o'clock in the evening. And the next day, you don't eat uh, until after 6 o'clock in the evening. It means that you stay 24 hours almost without food. Are you getting what I'm talking about? Because night and the day of the fast is also very crucial. Hello. Now, that fasting is not even called a fast. It's called skipping a meal. But we'll still consider it. You just skip a meal. Instead of eating breakfast, when you And eating lunch, when you And some, some of you that even like food, you can reserve the breakfast, you can reserve the lunch, and you add the dinner to it, and say, who are that mountain before Zerubbabel? That shall become a plate and consume it with fire. So, it's not really, you just keep a meal. And sometimes, sometimes, the benefit of that is that when you are doing that kind of fast, prayer must be intensive. So, you must compensate it by intensive prayer. That is why sometimes when we do our devotion, sometimes we pray, 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 12 in the afternoon. We pray because prayer is an ordinary bomb. When you add fasting to it, it becomes atomic bomb. So, sometimes, sometimes, Fasting makes prayer very effectual. If you are fasting apart from water, anything you taste is food, especially chewing gum. Because some of the chewing gum we chew, eh, the sugar in it is enough to break a fast. <laughs> and let me tell you the danger, let me tell you how it's not good to chewing gum. When you are chewing gum, when you are fasting, eh, it increases your appetite for eating. The one you really fully benefit is the one you decide 72 hours only on water. Because you see, it is what breaks and gives your digestive system total break. So for 24 hours, the system God put in you that digests the food, they are not working. Do you know if you don't overuse your car, it can have a long yes. Most of the machine that you bought, they give it a duration that it must work and the period that you must put it on rest. Is that right? Huh? Even computer, I don't think they wait for 24 hours. Is it? You have to. Something must make it. I mean, cool down. You must break it. So once you are eating and eating, that's why the Bible says, man, I don't leave my bread alone. So that if you go 21 days without food, if you go, oh, Jesus Christ, seven days without food, the longer the fast, the more the impact it has on your life and over the kingdom of darkness. Fasting is one of the fastest ways to tear the devil's kingdom down. He fears fasting. 
Satan fears a fasting Christian than anybody else because he afflicts us through the flesh. He causes us to use our flesh to say so that he can afflict us. Anytime your flesh is under subjection, it doesn't have access. Man shall not live by bread alone. Is somebody getting what I'm talking about here? It's very, very crucial. It's very, very crucial. It relaxes your system. Isaiah chapter 58 verse 8. Your healing will spring forth speedily. In the New International Version. So every functional ailment in your body, fasting can quash it. The longer the fast, the more the impact you make. If you become a fasting Christian, you stand the chance that you, you will never forsake. Now, let me end by telling you the mysteries of fasting. Fasting goes with some mysteries. Sometimes, when you are fasting, you feel like vomiting. And sometimes you vomit. It is not a means for you to break and break the fast. And, oh, oh. So, what is the kinky have to do with stopping vomit? Now, the more feverish, sometimes it comes with feverishness. You start fasting, after you know, I started feeling feverish. It's as if your body is getting hot. That thing you feel shows the sign of the amount of death in your system. The hidden sicknesses in you, they are all coming out. The only way to deal with it, if you don't stop the fast, after three days, they will all cease. You just have to kill that by drinking more warm water. And flushing the system because in fasting, this is the physical benefit you get in fasting. The first thing benefit is the skin. When you start fasting, your pores get open, and that is why when you are fasting, you have to bath regularly, and then you wash all the dirt away. The second benefit is your kidneys. So you see that when you are fasting, the more water you drink, the more your water washes your kidney. That is why your kidney, your bladder, and your livers, all of them get washed. The last thing that has to do. It's what? Your liver, your bladder, your kidney, your skin. All of them get washed and your blood becomes very light. I studied this by a doctor who was under observation for a 53 fast only on water. They check. When you are fasting, eh, you lose a lot of flesh. By the time you finish 40 days fasting, you lose 40 pounds. And you burn 95% flesh. Sorry, fat. 95% fat. That is why the, the more, the bigger you are, the longer you can fast. The fatter you are, the longer you can fast. So, my son, uh, Newman, can go to 53 days without sweat. Now, let me tell you. Let me tell you something about fasting that they've not taught you. So, when I tell you that secret and you, you, you determine it, it's not difficult. Let me tell you. The difficulty in long fasting, 21 days, 30 days, is the first three days. First three days, weakness leaves you first three days. Fourteen days, weakness leaves you. Hunger leaves you first three. So, day one, day two, day three. There is something called the hunger you feel. Eh? The hunger you feel when you are fasting. Say, go, it's called habit hunger. Mm. So, let me tell you something. When you are fasting and you always eat at five o'clock, by five o'clock you start feeling hungry. But it will come within the time of about 15 minutes and it goes. Because your system eats at that particular time. Some of you eat between five to seven. So when you are fasting, within that window of time, you will feel very hungry. If you let it go, with time, habit hunger leaves you. 
True hunger can only return after 40 days. Watch this. So first one, hunger leaves you. After seven days, weakness leaves you. Now, when you cross 10 days, you feel stronger. If you want to know the real body God gives to you, stand on fasting for 21 days. You will know the body. You will feel stronger in your body and healthier than when you started the fast. Now, when hunger leaves you, you lose appetite completely for food. Until after 40 days. Or let me put it this way. Until after hunger returns. Stand up. Honey, come. Come. Now. Neiman, come. Come. When these three people are fasting, eh? You remember that Jesus Christ was fasting, eh? And the Bible says after 40 days he was hungered. Hunger returning depending on the size of the person. This one, hunger can return in 21 days. But God can also give him grace to go for 40. This one, hunger can return after 31 days. Now, once hunger returns, you must break the fast. This one, hunger can also return after 60 days. It depends. Somebody, he wished he didn't come to church today. Because you are talking about, listen, gluten is dangerous. If you cannot discipline this body and put it under subjection for fasting, you have no stand because the three appetites, the dangerous one, the three, we have spiritual appetite. That is what brings you to church. Sometimes you feel like you want to pray. Sometimes you feel like you want to worship God. Sometimes you feel like you want to do something spiritual. It's called, it's called spiritual appetite. Mm? There is another one called hunger appetite. That is where you feel hungry, you want to go eat. There is sex appetite and there is greed and covetous appetite. This four appetites, the most dangerous one is the hunger appetite. Because that is the appetite if couldn't control. If it is food that brought sin to the world, Satan has not changed his tactics. One of the fastest ways for a witch a woman who controls witchcraft to control a man is through food. Fastest way. Through food and sex. Two ways. These are the two ways that you can pick a demon and you can come under a spell. And when you are bewitched, it can come under these two angles. Through food and through sex. If anybody carries witchcraft spirit, he is a sorcerer and a divinator and he wants to get you. Two fastest way. What comes through your mouth and your waist. Two. If you master the hunger appetite, the rest of the appetite has no control over your life. Anybody that can control his hunger, sex appetite has no control over the person. Greed and covetous. The only way out of greed is to be a giver. The only cure for covetousness is to be a celebrated giver. Fasting knocks all of them down. It will pull it down in a second. You will feel very light in your body. Listen, every weight you lost in fasting, you can recover it in 40 days. It prepares your appetite to eat very well. It gives you, it keeps you very healthy. Can I add another one? It keeps you very young. Anybody that goes on 14 days fasting, only on water, 21 days fasting on water, you will be 60 years, you look like you are 25 years. Amen and amen. amen. Finally, watch this one. An opportunity for the corporate anointing. I think I said it at the all night. All the promised land, God gave it to you. 
He cannot give you all the land to you in one day. You don't have the capacity to conquer the land all. If, if God gives you the land in one day, the population at that time cannot occupy all the land. And when the land is not there, do you know that if you have a room and nobody lives in a room, the room stands a chance of deteriorating. Once people are living in a room, sometimes, even if something is breaking in the room, it will never break because people are there. There is something about human spirit. So God said that, I'm not going to drive the enemies all at once. But you must keep conquering the land as you increase So every program for fasting is an opportunity to conquer more lands. Amen. Two. It's an opportunity to mount pressure on the enemy because some of you are fighting some battle and you have fought the battle and now you're, you still have 50% of your goose in the enemy's camp. You have conquered 50, but there's 50 that you have to conquer. So this opportunity is going to push you to maybe conquer another 20. So as you mount persistence, you break resistance. So what the devil doesn't want the breakthrough to come, as you keep fasting and fasting and fasting, the breakthrough will come naturally. In fasting, it is always important. That's why we call it a retreat. That is why we call it waiting. God didn't give us potter city for us to do parties alone. It is an insult on God. God gave us this place so that we can seek his face. Do you know how when you call fasting, you run away, you think... You have completed Lego. <laughs> Especially some of you want to take and wear Katanga Hall. You are the one that I should give to your shoulders. What about me? Central University. Miami, Nesentre. Your shoulders are up. Guys, where the grace of God and the gift of God has opened doors for me to enter. No academic excellence could have taken me there. Listen, don't clap. God's leg is longer than any man's leg. He can put you on his leg, and when he take one step by, it will land you at White House. Lord, they are not. They don't like it, but I'm preaching it seriously. They don't like it, but I'm preaching it. So if you are sitting here, the reason why things are delaying your life, you are not doing it. Don't ever sweep this church and think you are doing it for me. No. Me, my assignment, I am doing it passionately. I have never looked at my wife and children to take decision for God. One day I told my wife, I said, girl, I love you. You know that. But I want you to know something. I love God more than I love you. And the place of God's love in my heart, you cannot even compete with it. So stay in your track. It was difficult for her to crepe it. So I must go deeper. And I say, this is the key. This is the greatest thing a man can tell his wife. A man that don't love God cannot guarantee love for his wife. Because thou shalt love the Lord your God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, and with all thy strength. And if you can do that, then you can love your neighbor. Ask yourself. The, oh, Jesus, I'm preaching. The only problem with some of the guys who are following is that they claim they love you, but they don't love God. So with time, you are going to get crisis. 
Because the love of God in you does not permit you to do something. The love of God in you generates prosperity. The love of God in you generates favor. The love of God in you increases grace. The love of God in you opens doors. The love of God in you heals your body. The love of God in you delivers your body. The love of God in you lifts a standard against the devil when it comes in like a flower. The love, 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 the love of God. So don't check the guy's love for you. Check his love for God. And thank God for the grace God gives my wife. He can stand the thing. He wanted to look at her and say, God has trained her for this thing. Never. He has never resisted once. Why are you going to fast? And I question. He has never spoken once. Look at somebody say, It's time for you to fast. It's time. Now write it down. Our feeling change to a spiritual environment when we fast. Everybody say failing. So when you start fasting, your spirit, your feeling changes to a spiritual environment. Your, your, your feeling adapts onto a spiritual environment. You, you begin to lose appetite for carnality. You lose appetite for anger, for resentment, for bitterness. That is why you can be fasting without any encouragement. You call because your feeling changes to a spiritual environment. Benefit of fasting. Fasting wars against our members or it, it, it battles, it wars against our members so that the senses, huh, the senses are suspended. The senses, though keen in oppression, are subject to the spiritual. When you start fasting, eh, your senses are subject to the spiritual. So you don't want to do carnal things. Your senses naturally subject themselves to spiritual authority. Write this down. Fasting led us into the spirit. Write it. Huh? It lets you into the what? The spirit. Fasting leads us into the spirit. It leads you into the spirit. Uh, Jesus Christ was led by the spirit into the wilderness. And you return in the power of the spirit. So when we're fasting Christian, it, it, it leads you into the spirit. Ah, now the next one. It is the fastest way to break satanic host. Isaiah chapter 58 and verse number 6. Give it to me. It's not the fast that I've told him. To lose the bounds of wickedness. Give me the NIV version. Isaiah chapter 58 and verse number 8. Huh? What does fasting done? It annihilates. It silences. It breaks every obstacle, opposition, barriers. It deals with strongholds. It's not this the kind of fasting I've chosen. To lose the chains of injustice. Untie the cause of the yoke. To set the oppressed free and break every yoke. Benefit of fasting. So yokes get you. Sickness can be a yoke. Disease can be a yoke. Affliction can be a yoke. Poverty can be a yoke. Some of the greatest financial blessings, I got it after a long fasting. Somebody called me and said, God told me to give you this. Fasting brings one into contact with the substance of God. Mm. Fasting brings one to what? Brings one into contact with what? The substance of God. There's another one I want to write here. A major fast always gives one greater patience. Vero? I mean, kind of tea. A major fast always gives one greater patience. Oh, huh? Huh? Major fast. Huh? If you are in hurry, you will die in waters. The generation we are in, if you don't fast, you put yourself under unnecessary pressure. When you want a competition, who are you competing with? No? I was telling my son, I say, we are in this village. People think about so much, we don't think about anybody. We are just doing what we are doing. We are doing what God has called us to do. It's called Great Commission. Everybody has part to play. Obi Anini Leo. Obi Anya Nidee. 
you don't need to copy somebody to do your own. There are diversities of gifts by the same spirit. You don't need to do the same way I'm doing. God give this one this. To one he gave prayer. To one he gave word. To one he gave fasting. To one he gave this. Fasting brings revelation. Revelation evidence from God. One of the greatest things you can get in the kingdom is faith. Somebody say faith. Fasting is faith's greatest ally. Fasting is faith's greatest ally because everything fasting hates, faith hates. And everything fasting like faith likes it. I'll tell you that later. Amen. Somebody say fasting. <laughs> After the fast end, there is a major spiritual awakening. So fasting brings spiritual awakening. I saw it. There is a limit to what everybody can take. There is a limit. When you have not been there, you don't know what you are talking about. You need fasting to guide you. Life is about choices. The choices you make determines how far you go. You, it is the choices that brought you where you are. The choices you make today will determine where you will be tomorrow. It's about choices. Fasting leads you as many as are led by the Spirit of God. They are called the sons of God. You can never fail being a fasting Christian. I have a benefit of it. I have proven it. Hallelujah to Jesus. It has opened up. It keeps you very simple but very powerful. You make impact in your corner but very humble. You walk very simple but power cannot be denied. When you speak, heaven backs it up. When you say it, you see it come to pass. Are you getting what I'm talking about here? Fasting. Fasting. It silences the voice of the accuser. It keeps the devil out of your territory. It gives you direction. Anytime you are pushing something, it's not coming. Engage in the fasting warfare. Business is not going on well. Fasting. There is trouble in the marriage. Your husband is misbehaving. Engage in the fast. Put his picture there. Write his name on it. Go on three days. I fire an Indian man here. I fire her. I told him, I said, I have deported you. You see where the buses are? It was bought by Indian man before we came here. I told him that, Do you, are you a Christian? He said, no, I'm a Buddhist. I said, you can't be my neighbor. A Buddha and Christ cannot be neighbors. He laughed. He said, you came to meet me. I said, you are deported. I said, you, Mr. God, I have deported you. First month, next month, six months after I came to me. He has even forgotten that I have deported him. You see the way the ungodly can forget. He said, Pastor, I'm having a problem with the government. I said, what is it? He said, they will not renew my uh, immigration thing. There are all kinds of problems. The banks are giving me problems. My project, I can't do it. I'm frustrated. I have to go back to India. Do you want to buy the land? But I have not bought the land. So I didn't remember him that I have deported him. Because if I say him, I not say the land. I say, yes, I'm interested in the land. I got the land. Later, he said, I'm going. I say, I told you. Knowing God and get connected to him. Fastest way to get God's attention. God respect fasting. Wow. He respect fasting. The three major fastings in the Bible, 40 days and 49. First one was done by prophet Moses. Second one was done by prophet Elijah. Third one was done by prophet Jesus. All of them met on the mountain of transfiguration. How are you looking at me? Jesus called himself a prophet. He said, prophet is without honor, save his hometown. 
So he was a prophet. He was an apostle. He was a pastor. He was a teacher. He was an evangelist. Watch this. The mountain of transfiguration is not for people who are in the kitchen. Moses championed the dispensation of the law. Elijah championed the dispensation of the prophets. Jesus championed the dispensation of grace. They met on the mountain of transfiguration. Moses was not permitted to come to the land before his death, but he came after his death. First thing. The rewards. The rewards is too powerful. Let not Ghanaians walk in pride. For you not to fast is a demonstration of pride. Because fasting is a fastest way to humble yourself. If my people which are called by my name will humble themselves and fast and pray and seek my face, I will hear from heaven. So it's a natural means of saying, Lord, I can't do it by my strength. Anytime you are in a fast, you are telling God, Lord, I depend on you. Anytime you are, no matter how intelligent you are, anytime you engage in a fast, you are saying, Lord, I depend on you. I'm trusting in you with all my heart. I am not leaning on my own understanding. I am acknowledging you know, on, on, on every step I take, direct my path. If you are not fasting, it's a sign of pride and arrogant thinking. You can make it on your own, but it's just a matter of time. God bless you for listening. I hope you enjoyed this message. For further inquiries, contact World Prayer Center, PO Box GP21421, Accra, or telephone plus 233-303-413-703 or plus 233-303-413-705. Email us on info at wpcministries.org or visit our website at www.wpcministries.org.